Radio Zoom number 105. From Vancouver, British Columbia. Well, here we go again with another edition of Radio Zoom, and this is going to be the second attempt at this episode. I don't know if you read the blog, but uh, I talked about it on my blog that I started in on this audio and had to start over because of program malfunction. So this is the second attempt to get this all put together and uh, out the tubes. This episode's going to be kind of uh, sound-seeing, I guess, but more so it's mobile. It's me and Rebecca, the mini-disc, the microphone, and us just tromping through Stanley Park on the trails, off the trails, getting into whatever, mischief, dirt, muck, and uh, record it along the way. So uh, we'll roll right into that. I'll intersperse it with some music if I can. Just going to kind of edit this together as it goes. So check this out. Sound-seeing adventures. Stanley Park, me and Rebecca, it's like you're there with us, right alongside, magical, podcast. What trail is this? We're on Marilee's right now, and now there's a little staircase going down. I don't think this is a named trail. Oh, actually, I've been running down this way, so I know where we're going. I just don't know where it is, oh, or what the name of it is, but we're in Stanley Park. You run down this way on the stairs? Yeah. Oh. And we were just dropped off at Prospect Point where there's tons and tons of people parked. And in fact, the parking went on past Prospect Point down Stanley Park Drive. It's a little steep here. Yep. But there's people... Supposedly, I would guess, all over the place here in the park. But uh, for the most part, I think most of the people are just checking out the view at Prospect Point. Right there. <laughs> so this is more of a footpath than it is the typical path in Stanley Park. Mm. And it's going to get steeper. Running down this without tumbling? Very carefully. <laughs> so if you walk a little slower, okay. I can catch up to you. Sorry. I can ask you a few questions. Okay. Based on what you know. Uh-huh. Because uh, Stanley Park is... Is it 20% bigger than Central Park in New York? Oh, um, I forget now. <laughs> I, uh, that's about right. I, how many... Yeah. I think it's more than twice the size of Central Park, isn't it? I'd have to look. I, I, I looked it up a while ago. Um, I think it's something like 12, 12 or 20 hectares or acres. And something I, like that. Yeah. Roundabout. It's larger than Central Park. Yeah. That's, the, that's the main point that I'm trying to get across here. and It's getting a little more steeper. We kind of leveled off, but now we're still... We're heading down towards, um, we're going to be above the seawall on a cliff. That's where we'll end up. This does get really tricky when you run down it. You kind of have to do more of a trot and really go light on your feet because you just, I don't know, <laughs> you, you want to go face forward and eat a face full of rocks and dirt. So this is a second growth forests or area yeah here you go asking me questions about all these statistics and stuff and here, i haven't let's go pre- sit over here for a second i haven't prepared myself <laughs> um but yeah initially it was all stanley park was all forested so much of what you see is regrowth but you can see those old 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 stumps that are maybe i don't know like if 10 people were to go arm to arm and go around the stump those big, huge ones. You can see where they would put in footholds for um, the, and where they would stand and with the big two-man saws, saw trees down. So you can see remnants of the old, old forest. Like this one over here? Yeah. Let's go over here. Okay. You can hear people wandering around. This is a kind of a worn-in footpath. 
I don't know how much further up this footpath we want to go, but we're just looking at this one stump, which is looks like it's been uh, cut down a few times because it had some trees growing up over the stump, but they even cut that off. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know how much further we want to go. Do we have to worry about poison ivy or poison oak around here? Um, in Stanley Park, I'm sure you would. I've never come in, in contact with any poison ivy myself. But there's plenty of ferns everywhere. Massively large ferns. Should we go a little further and see what we can find? Of course. Okay, but I do want to head back down towards the uh, the seawall, towards the cliff. I guess the other thing I should mention is that it's not unusual to come across campgrounds of um, homeless people. So we never know what we'll find as we head in here. through actually I think we've reached the end nope it goes down and keeps going yeah I think it's going up though we want to head back down so we'll track back to where we just came from and head back down Wait for me. What were you saying anyway? Oh, um, just that we do have to remember that we do live in a rainforest. The climate, the environment in this Pacific Northwest is rainforesty. That's why they're, you know, really mossy, really ferny <laughs> in the forest. Speaking of, we watched uh, we watched Eight Below yesterday, yes. and and it, it's a what's a movie about? <laughs> It's based on a true story. It's a Disney story about uh, a guy, South Pole, eight husky dogs, <laughs> and their quest for survival. <laughs> but some of that was actually filmed in this area, and I, I, I spotted it right away. Cause there's you can a- tell you're becoming a, a true Vancouverite now because you can watch movies and be like, that's Vancouver. Yeah. That's Vancouver. <laughs> well, because the scene was supposed to be in Pasadena, California, and I was like, that tree is way too mossy to be in Pasadena, California. <laughs> so I knew that it had to be, we assume kind of maybe Shaughnessy, which is in southern Vancouver, uh, down towards the airport. So that was a bit of uh, Vancouver that we kind of caught yesterday when watching that movie. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we went on IMDb and confirmed it. <laughs> oh, one of the big stumps, you can see a little notch, foothole notch there. Yeah. It's kind of rotted through, too. Don't know what might be living in that stump. High vertical cliff beyond this fence. Yes. We can look over and we can see part of the inlet. Want to get some of the sound of that uh, water down below. We're standing above um, where we we're getting close to Siwash Rock above the seawall down below. In between Cyrus Rock and uh, Lionsgate Bridge, Prospect Point. And this, this trail will follow along the cliff's edge. It gets even more steep. We can look out, looking out um, across the inlet. We're looking over at North Van? West Van. West Van. West Van is across the inlet here. With... Uh, good number of boats out there in the water today. Do you dare me to crawl o- over on the other side of the fence? No. <laughs> I don't want you to. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. How, how high of a drop? What kind of oh. an example are you setting for people? And now you're like, oh, should I crawl over the fence where it says do not cross high vertical cliff beyond this point? <laughs> people are going to come here and be like, oh, well, John of the podcast, did you? It's daredevil podcasting. <laughs> How far of a drop do you think it is? 
I don't know, 100 meters? What's that in feet? Where are we are right now? I don't <laughs> I'm kidding. Know. I don't know. 60 feet? <laughs> We're kind of at a lower point right now. Yeah. We'll climb up higher when we get above that, above that old uh, bunker thing. Yeah, let's go towards the bunker here. <laughs> you weren't kidding when you said the tide was way, way out. We're talking way, way out. I've run across here a few times when the tide's been out, but it's never been out that far. <laughs> and uh, when the tide is out, you can really see the boulders. I mean, we're not talking about exposed beaches. Those are some big rocks that uh, sit underneath the water. So it kind of makes for difficult swimming at some points. Sometimes uh, when the tides weigh in and we're down at the beach, they'll have, I'll have a sign floating out in the distance saying... Uh, what does it say? Something about... It's about staying off the rocks because they're slippery. Because under the water, once the tide's really in, you've got these barnacly and seaweedy covered rocks. They don't want people going out there, standing on them, slipping off, or just not even noticing that they're there and swimming into them. Barnacles can slice your feet up like razor blades. Mm-hmm. Not a pleasant thought, but you know, <laughs> if you come here and you're out at the beaches, just be aware. Some of the growth here is just really, really pretty. It's about this point when you're running in this trail that you're so tired that you don't mind going slow enough that you can just admire the scenery in the background. It's actually a number of people on this trail compared to... Uh, a normal weekday morning. This has a little bit of a, a steeper incline. But we're actually heading away. We're probably up about another 100 meters from where we... Not 100 meters, probably about another 50 meters higher. And the last point that we're looking out over the cliff. Getting closer towards... Uh, the point by Siwash Rock. What would you say in terms of Stanley Park and what you told me about Douglas Colpin <laughs> and his thoughts about Stanley Park? Mm-hmm. Uh, the secrets that lie in this in this place. Um, well, there's a book you can get. Completely forget the title, completely forget the author, but someone recommended it to me a while ago. It came out. Basically the history of Stanley Park. Like a secret history of Stanley Park. Well, not so secret, but just the less pretty one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, used to be a burial ground, and then people were getting killed, and more bodies, and in Douglas Copeland's book, J-Pod, at one point they need to dispose of a body, and they think of putting it in Stanley Park, since... He says something about there's already so many bodies under there anyway. Kind of gruesome, but mm-hmm. it's got quite a sordid history. Yeah, and in that respects, it has a very strange aura to it. Even though it's so beautiful and so pretty, there's, there's yeah. secrets. And it was long before, you know, the British came in and decided to hack everything down and, you know, take over this part of the world. Um... It was First Nations territory, and this was actually a burial ground, from what I've read, from what I've heard. So, and like most of the, like most of the places that happened during colonial times, when they colonized this area, or most of the North American continent, and probably portions of the South American, those places were just basically bulldozed, or whatever technology they used <laughs> at the time, and uh, swept under the rug and. A new civilization was put on top of it, which makes a lot of this area haunted. Obvious reasons, I guess, but Victoria is notorious for it. But there's a fair share of haunted places here in Vancouver. Stanley Park, I don't know about so much, but... Just the whole history and cultures and spirits and auras and... First Nations. Everything like that, on top of each other, different time periods... 
Now I'm getting all creeped out. I know you're going to ask me the, the history of Siwash Rock. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I, you know, it actually didn't cross my mind, well, yet, but... <laughs> well, you just kept mentioning it, and once we get there, people are going to wonder what it is. It's basically a, a big hunk of rock. Um, it looks like it used to be a part of the cliff, but then water probably wore away between the two pieces and it completely detached itself. So, the as legend goes, if, I'm totally going to butcher the story here. <laughs> as legend goes, um, I think it's basically a brave young warrior um, that was turned into this, and was turned into stone. So it's actually the spirit of a of a young boy or young warrior. That's what Siwash Rock is. This is a First Nations legend. Yes. Yes. But it's really cool. Um, and, yeah, people always try to climb up because basically we're on, we're on top of a cliff. Just below us is the seawall. Then you have a little bit of water, and then you have another cliff, which is Siwash Rock, that just raises straight up. And people try to climb over there or swim over there and jump off into the water, and every so often you'll hear of someone drowning or hitting their head or falling down just from cl- trying to be crazy. Which obviously you can see very close to it, or at the base of the uh, of Siwash Rock, is that there's um, rocks at the bottom. So, not the most sane nor safest thing that you could ever do with your life. Ah, look at that. Siwash Rock. Here you go. Indian legend tells us that this 50-foot-high pinnacle of rock stands as an imperishable monument to Skalish the Unselfish, who was turned into stone by Quas the Transformer. 
as a reward for his unselfishness. Okay. Bravery, unselfishness. I kind of had it right. <laughs> and now what sits on top of Siwash Rock is what looks to be like a series of seagull nests, mm-hmm. which are like pigeons, but much, much worse. So we are on top of a World War II bunker right now. At least and we think it's World War II. Yes, we do. I'm assuming it would be. If it's on the Pacific side, then it would have something to do with the Japanese, right? Right. Which, um, if you, you have to go... It's a little bit of a hike to get out here, but it's the view, once you get here, is phenomenal. Because we can see over to Kits and uh, out into the inlet... All the way over to uh, West Van, almost to uh, Lionsgate Bridge. With plenty of ships out in the inlet with sailboats and other boats, yachts and things like that alongside them. (laughs) I'm taking pictures. Okay. It's really sunny, so I can't really look very well. (laughs) And down below us, you can kind of hear if the wind doesn't get in the way. You can hear people passing by on the uh, very busy seawall because it was supposed to be kind of cloudy and rainy today, kind of a crappy day, and turns out to be pretty nice. The other crazy thing is that there's a uh, tree that's been chopped off probably to aid with a view up here because like I said it's a very great uh, scenic uh, spot but uh, the top of the tree was shaved off level enough that uh, people have been throwing pennies and I think I see a quarter mm-hmm. on top of there so there's probably about 20 pennies and a quarter on top of this tree make a wish see if it sticks right Well, and I'm also unsure about the length of battery time that I have left on the mini disc, so uh, we'll probably keep moving and uh, come back to you from another point in the park. crossing at a blind spot across Stanley Park Drive but we're crossing to up here? yeah just go up to head into the trees where are we trying to get? wow <laughs> it's a little more uh, rugged than I thought it would be where are we trying to get? if you go do, uh, completely straight you'll run right into the uh, Rawlings Trail okay is that where we're going? yeah okay. we're very close to um 
Yeah, there's all sorts of growth here. This is going to be interesting, carrying all this stuff. Cobwebs? Yeah. Mom, uh, homes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, jeez. Uh. Footpath? Kind of. We're kind of blazing our own footpath here. I'm going to go down around this log. We're very close to Hollow Tree. Oh, you're going that way. I'm just going to go right through the tree. Well, I kind of am too. <laughs> <laughs> don't, whip it back yeah, you. don't slap the <laughs> branch in my face. Just get straight over that log and it looks like there's a little path. Okay. Just got to figure out how to get over the log. You okay? Yeah. Ugh. He's covered in goo. We gotta climb over that thing. Okay. Are you prepared to do so? Well, I'm prepared to do so. Just, my hands are kind of full. <laughs> you. Mossy. Okay. This is your idea. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that. You're gonna bail. I know. You shouldn't have come this way. Just looking for something to grab onto. Here, just grab me. Okay. See if you can hold all this stuff in one hand. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright, I think I'm over. Of course, now I'm trapped into this tree, but that's okay. Do we have to worry about wood ticks here? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, go that way. That way? Okay. Underneath the tree. We'll check ourselves for ticks when we get home. Ugh. Okay, there's a trail. We're just gonna pop out and scare somebody, probably. I've had that happen to me a few times. Oh. Like that way would have been a The ground is really Mushy. What are you doing? Just breaking stuff? It's mushy. Like you could kind of step through it and almost fall through. What's that? You have a sword fight. It's not that I have a problem. Whoa! <laughs> Lost my balance. Of course, you're wearing your jeans with the hole in the crotch. Thanks. Take a picture of that. It's not so much I have a problem crawling around in nature and getting dirty or anything. It's just hard to do when you've got a microphone in one hand and a main, a main desk in the other one. I had your camera on, slung around my arm and essentially in my armpit as I was going all the way there. Sorry. No worries. That's good. Let's do it again. Let's go find another place to do that. Actually, here's a little foot trail. You want to go? Okay. I don't know. So we were just on the Rawlings Trail, and now we're off the Rawlings Trail. Oh. I don't want to disturb anyone. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> overgrown. Okay. We'll go back. Wow. That's a big tree. This is a big tree. <laughs> wow. Well, remember when we went to... Um, we had a bit of our getaway, and we went to the Okanagan. Uh, another option was to go to the island, and I wanted to take John to Cathedral Grove, which is huge, huge, huge old-growth trees, like, filled with trees like this, and five times as big. But, yeah. How, how much of a circumference would you say that is? Um, okay, circumference, let's say diameter. Ten? Ten foot? Two meters? <laughs> That's like six feet. Sure, ten feet. <laughs> Two and a half meters. <laughs> Let's keep moving.
we do come to Stanley Park a lot. Part of it's because we walk here. It only takes a few minutes. And part is because we don't have a car to go anywhere else right now. And uh, a lot of money to spare to go anywhere else. But just walking past that one part where there's the meadow, just the smell from it reminded me of Campbell Valley Park in South Langley. I think it's South Langley. I don't think it's South Surrey. Not sure. Um, but yeah, we should go there sometime. <laughs> really like to take you there. What, uh, what, would, what would I see if I went there? Um, there's forest, and it's also very marshy. They have little boardwalks that go through uh, the grasslands, marsh area, um, ponds, rivers, and then there's a big creek going through the forest part. And if you know where it is, in the middle of the forest, after you hike through all of this, you'll come across a paved oval, and there used to be a big uh, grandstand. There used to be a big grandstand, and I asked my dad about that once, and he said they used to race Austin Minis there in the 70s. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What's what? Where? Whoa. A sandbag for... Well, there's there's a series of cables running through up above. They're wrapped around that tree. They go probably about 20 feet over to another tree. There's a sandbag just hanging in the middle of it. So either we're going to walk into a big, huge booby trap here in a second, or... You want to walk towards it? See what it is? I don't know. It's weird. What is it holding it's like that? Blair Witch. Something over there. Going down there, that going down there, and that going there. It's all it's they're all connected to the sandbag right here on a carabiner. Well, but then there's it's going over here and following the trail a little bit. What trail? We're on the Thompson Trail. Yeah. Well, let's just keep walking down the trail because this cable seems to run down this way. And the reason I wanted to come down this way is because something that I spotted the other day when I was running along the trails. Oh, big cloud of bugs <laughs> walking through them. When we were at the meetup, I made a mention that uh, that was the first time that I've been annoyed by insects the whole time that I've been here in Vancouver. And somebody said something about uh, this is the first time they've ever been annoyed by insects as much ever, was the, uh, specifically this year, such as uh, you know gnats, but then also mosquitoes. And you've been getting a lot of bug bites and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a couple My people, sweet, sweet skin. Yeah. <laughs> well, a couple people chalk that up to global warming, but well, I don't know. Yeah, it usually depends on what kind of winter we had. It was really moist. We hardly had any snow, so a good breeding ground for little buggies. And it's been actually pretty dry in these last few uh, weeks, but it actually rained last night. It's an interesting little area. It looks like someone's made a jump for bikes here. Okay. Now, I lost sight of that cabling walking further down the trail here but uh, actually it looks like the same type of cable mm-hmm. and it's a rope climbing thing it's basically like a net suspended between it's a rope you know those um, when you see obstacle courses on TV or Fear Factor they gotta climb up those rope things yeah but it's suspended between four or five trees and probably about 30 feet off the ground and there's a ladder that you can use to get over there, but uh, it's secured off to the side a little bit. So, obviously you'll need a ladder to get to the ladder. But what it's for, I'm not sure, but it's pretty cool. It's a canopy up in the canopy. Ah, uh, here we are in the middle of Stanley Park on the Meadow Trail. And what do we find? but a Starbucks container. It looks like someone's made this into a little um, bike area, too. This little ramp right here made out of dirt and some of the forest floor and some logs um, lined up across some other logs, kind of like in a raft fashion. So this would be some hardcore mountain bikers uh, with all the gear that would uh, jumps and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Well, we finally found it. We've seen pictures of these posted on uh, various blogs. And uh, 
Well, there's more of the cabling and the sandbags. Well, and Matt Good said he had a link to what it actually was, some kind of installation. Um, but, yeah, now we can see it. There's windows uh, being suspended from the trees. It almost looks like there's uh, windows in the forest. You want to go walking underneath the windows mm-hmm. and through that trail? walking underneath the windows, being suspended by a bunch of cables. It's probably about 20 feet above me. It's very, very cool. The trees in this area are skinny, but also very, very tall. So now we're going off the meadow trail, and uh, I don't know where we're going. We're close again to Hollow Tree, but, uh... Oh, oh, stop for a second. Look in the tree. Oh, there it went. It was a woodpecker. See him? Yeah. I'm going to get you to start going first on these trails because all of the spider webs that I'm catching... <laughs> Want me to go ahead of you? No. Alright. Oh, big slug. Ooh. These are called banana slugs? I don't know if that's their official name or just what I call them. But he's, yeah, about the size of my hand. (laughs) Well, if I put my foot next to him, he's about half the size of my foot, and I wear size 9 shoes. (laughs) Well, these are size 9s. Hiking boots. That's a big guy. Sometimes I'll go running by him on the trail, and you kind of see him at the last second, and it freaks you out a little bit. I think, it, I think that banana slug is bigger than any of my fingers. <laughs> Could compare it to something else, but this is a family show. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but you know. There's a path. Yeah. yeah. Basically, we're on a, a worn-in footpath. This is an unofficial path within Stanley Park which are numerous, numerous of them. And uh, I've always wanted just to kind of go off the trails so many times when I'm running, but that can get dangerous when you're listening to music or podcasts as you're running along. What's that? Another little baby slug. Oh, yeah. You can end up with your foot... This is an interesting tree. But you can end up with your foot inside a a skunk's house. (laughs) If you're not careful. If you're not careful. Look at that hollowed out part. Yeah. Hollowed out tree. It looks like a pelvis. Like someone's in the ground and that's like the pelvis and the two legs are going way up into the ground. (laughs) Doesn't it? Okay, I'm just... (laughs) So we're actually heading down towards the Rawlings Trail, but... uh, Freaking bug. Bugging me. So it's not much of a bike path, but it does go off-road. Let's go the fun way. Which way is the fun way? This way. Oh, yeah. Then we got a dip going down and go up. <laughs> and then we go down. And then we go up. And then we go down again. And then we go back up. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun if you had a mountain bike. <laughs> But it's a lot more fun than walking through a bunch of ferns with recording gear. Now where to? Let's go right. Well, yeah, no, actually. Yeah, let's go this way. Good time. It's really cleansing just to go muck around, <laughs> to muck around in the bush. <laughs> Even though the sun came out today... Um, Inside the park, it's probably a few degrees cooler. Mm-hmm. The first time you said that you've been more, you've wore socks and shoes all summer. Yep. And uh, it's a good thing we're in the park because if we were outside, we'd be outside the park. It'd be hot. Your phone's ringing. It's. <laughs>
bench sitting right here on the side of the trail. And most of the benches along the seawall have little plaques. Um, people buy them in memory of family members or loved ones. And there's this bench right here. You look out and there's a huge tree right across the way. So I'm assuming this is somewhere someone liked to come and hang out. The bench looks pretty spanking new. Well, it's uh, apparently the man that this is meant for passed away. It was 1913 to 2004. So yeah, it's pretty new. Well, not even uh, 2004. It looks like it's last within the last year or so this was put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bolts are still very shiny. But you can sit on this bench and, and, and watch this massive tree grow. Let's go down this trail. Okay. Lewis and Clark, Bullwit and Bullwit. Gumble the gumble. See all these trails you pick out, they just end. <laughs> oh, let's go down that one and then it gets to nowhere. Unless you just want to venture off somewhere else. Let's that go way? this way. Let's go that way. Make our own trail. Uh, I don't know. It's big piles of stuff. <laughs> I don't really want to step on that. Um. <laughs> you pick the mushy trails. <laughs> I'll step on it. No better. Yeah, being that it rained last night, it's not, well, it's not overly mushy. Whoa. (laughs) As I stick my foot through something. Maybe there's a way along it. Um, uh, let's try. I don't think we can get through here. Can you go around the back end of it? Let's try. I'm so uh, no. Let's walk on it. <laughs> yeah, go around. Uh, I'm just worried that my bag's gonna get caught on something. Okay. We made it. Good job, John. <laughs> I think I've got a bunch of... I think there's a family of spiders making a nest in my hair right now. This is a really cool area, though. Some stumps. With some overgrowth. This would be the type of place I'd build a fort if I was 12 years old. Keep going through. Right here? Um, Maybe go that way. <laughs> the same way we came. Okay. No.
back towards Lost Lagoon. Yeah, it's fine. Is that what you wanted to do? Sure. Making our exit out of the park. You recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen so many condom wrappers in Stanley Park. <laughs> I think we passed a couple hideouts, a couple people smoking, lots of condom wrappers. <laughs> I think generally it's a keep-to-yourself type of rule of thumb. Don't bother anyone, yeast. Least ye be bothered. Try not to fall through. Ow! Oh, ouch. Smack my shin on a fallen tree. Oh, that hurt a little bit. You okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Sounds of civilization. <sighs> With buildings peeking up above the trees. Camera's dead. Let's get across before. Hey, this is right where I thought we'd hang out. Cool. I just want to see if I Let's... can take one more picture. That's it. Uh, uh, I just had to sit for a second. My uh, smacking my left shin onto a, a log. It's a little hurtful. Why did you do that? Just, uh, Just probably about, yeah, about 30 meters back. Oh, yeah. I'm okay, though. I'll, I'll survive. Just be a little bit of a bruise. It's on the back end of Lost Lagoon. I just feel like I have ants in my pants now. <laughs> if they're not ants, they're inchworms and spiders. <laughs> so I think it's time for us to bid adieu to the park and, uh, Go home and, you know, you just pick some, something off of me. I don't know what it was, but yeah. it's time to go home and uh, bust out the flea soap or something. I don't know. <laughs> Get all oh, this stuff off. it was fun. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. We'll do it again. Pipe won't record it next time. But, uh, yeah, more adventures in Stanley Park. No one's really Everyone's a ghost But no one needs to know No one needs to know and tears of Arthur Digby Sellers wrapping up this mobile sound seeing adventuring edition of Radio Zoom. Check out the show notes at radiozoom.net to get all the links to all the artists that are, were featured in this episode. And you can also go there, leave a comment. Radiozoom at gmail.com is the email address. You can also go to the website and figure out how to leave voicemail for the podcast. Comments and feedback is always welcome. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We'll check you later. Adios. Adios.